All right. I am trying to find the IT lady. My emails to her get bounced back to me in Aramaic, and when I call, I hear an undulating high-pitched whistle that makes my nose bleed. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 6, Episode 4, Queer Studies and Advanced Waxing. You know, now now that you say it, I don't remember very much waxing happening, but that's... Oh, because of Because wax on, wax off. Yeah. Look Uh at the joke! It's Uh another level of the joke, but you know what's not a joke? Or is a joke? I can't remember. (laughs) It's outsourcing Mike's bits. Legitimately, yeah, that was that was a, a realization happening live on the pod. The only joke is on us here. Oh I yes, think. good point. So mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get that joke a flowing. At, well, I don't know. Uh, let's get that joke a flowing. Uh, since I'll just say it again. Uh, with that good good like chuckle. You're like, let's get that joke a flow. No, wait, that sounds bad. And then you just said it again. Yeah. Very good. You know Very what? Good. I just felt like it needed to be said again. We got that shuffle in there. Uh, okay. It's starting to sound sad, but because, you know, there's only a few cards left. But now, Ben. Yes. Would you like to have a ridiculous question? I don't have a choice. So... You do not have a choice, my friend. Okay. So here we go. Would you rather have long nose hair or long ear hair? Would you rather have long nose hair or long ear hair? My friend Ben. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm 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 listening. Everyone tells you, oh, one day you'll get old and like your knees gonna get bad and you'll like throw out your back just sure. like existing. Things All that of those I have things. done before 35. Oh yeah, no. I threw out my back uh a couple of years ago. Uh, driving to the post office. Hell yeah. I believe, I, was, I, I believe when I threw out my back, I was pumping gas, which tells you how long ago that was. I was, uh, I was driving to the post office to mail something to a friend, and literally on the way, my back starts going, hey, hey, Ben, hey, hey, Ben, Ben, hey, guess what? Fuck you. (laughs) And like I had to hobble into the post office because it hurt to walk because I threw it out so bad. I'm like, what the hell did I do? What the hell did I do? So anyways, no worse place to have a physical issue than than the post office. uh I'm saying this as a person that loves the post office. I, I grew up around the post office. You do not want to have a physical malady in the post office. No, absolutely not. Everyone warns you, like when you when you start getting old. And again, I'm only I'm only 38. And like I'm not that old, right? But like everyone warns you, oh yeah, like your knee is gonna get bad. Which one of my knees kind of sucks. You're gonna throw out your back, which I've done a couple of times at this point. Nobody nobody is like, by the way, your nose hair is gonna get out of fucking control, my dude. Because here's here's the thing. In the last, like, <laughs> four years of my life, my uh-huh. nose hairs have gotten out of control. Nice. I am already living the life <laughs> of yeah, long nose live hair. Live that life, baby! Now, my, my question is, how long 
how long do they consider long? Okay, because so this is one of those periods in which you kind of have to read into the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I must uh, when I read this, I think of long to the point where uh, some like it stops being within societal bounds. Okay, that's my gut. So I don't I don't think my so my nose hair is not outside of societal bounds. Um, I think I think if it gets like to truly ridiculous levels, I'm gonna switch it up and go with the ears because no okay. well hmm nose I could probably kind of hide as like a mustache. Right, like like hmm. if a if if you mm-hmm. know for whatever reason like you know a, a pippy long stop stockings hair is coming out of your nose. You mm-hmm. could probably turn that into a kind of a wicked uh, wicked looking Viking beard mm-hmm. kind of thing. Now, if it gets so long, uh, there is an anime called, and I'm not making this up. I am not surprised that there is one. Bo 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 bo. You've told me about this before. <laughs> uh, let me make sure or I said that right. Has. Bo 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 bo. No, that's okay. <laughs> Reading this is giving me a fucking aneurysm. Uh, Bo 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 bo, which is an anime about a guy who fights with nose hair. He has giant long nose hairs that shoot out of his nose, and he has like a kung fu style, like a fighting okay. style, sure. using those nose hairs. And he fights a bunch of bald dudes who want to make the world bald. I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> of course. Because frankly, that was enough. But it exists. Sure. So you you get long, you get nose hairs long enough. You start fighting with them. I'm into that. Like, um, you know, uh, I it's 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 better than fighting people with long ear hair. I'm gonna go That's with fair. nose. I'm gonna go with nose hair. Okay. Um, only only because of the bo 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 reference. Can I tell you my every favorite time thing? I every time I say that I feel like I'm literally dying. I feel like my brain is melting out of my ears, and I have lost all <laughs> all possible mental faculties. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying the word "bow" over and over and over. I mean, again. to be fair, but you it is are a, doing that. it is a real anime that exists. I it's true. Uh, my favorite thing about the Wikipedia page for it is. Bo 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 redirects here for the locomotive type. See bo bo bo. It it makes it so like even the Wikipedia page can't do it with a straight face. I love how this podcast has just ascended it, here in the 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 twilight years of our podcast here in season. It's true. Six, we are we this this what we're getting to the end of this one. And it has just evolved into us saying bo 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 <laughs> over and over and over again. And and people people listen to this. Um, we do have listeners we who do. are. I don't understand why. Um. Oh, this is dumb, and I, it's so much fun to be part of. I cannot imagine it's it's fun to listen to, but it must be. It has to be. Anyways, uh, it's a real anime that uh, when I was in college, there was a like anime club, and um, after the longtime uh, president of said anime club uh, graduated, basically the cl- the club just sort of descended into um, everybody arguing over what 
anime we should watch. And oh, so everyone course. just kept bringing in like weird anime and um we'd watch we I watched the first episode of a lot of different series that year because it was like bring people would bring in anime to be like this, we sh- this is the one we should watch and then people would be like no no we shouldn't we shouldn't watch bo 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 I'm good thanks though uh, and then I stopped going to anime club. Anyways, nose hairs is the answer to my question. Mike, would you rather have long nose hairs or long ear hairs? <laughs> you know, you sort you know how there's sort of a, a Simpsons reference for everything. I feel like every single question you bring to me, you're just like, this is dumb. This is so pointless. And I'm like, no, I have an actual real world reference for this. I can make a story out of. Uh, there's a Ben reference for every Would You Rather card in that deck. I'm I'm just gonna tell you this, I Ben, th- that fact makes this this bit work at all. <laughs> if you didn't, it would be like fucking radio silence, and it would be sad. But you somehow somehow just you 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 just get get everything the cor- correct way. Mike, would you it's rather great. have long nose hairs or long ear hairs? God, I don't know. Societally unacceptable long nose hairs or societally unacceptable I, long ear I will ear say hairs. sometimes when I'm listening to you, I'm I'm creating my own answer for this, but you got me so distracted. You got with you got the, nothing for this. You got like, nothing I, for this. When you when you bring up bo 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 bo, you I can't <laughs> I can't not just like focus on just the bows coming out of your mouth, you know. You are right. As an as a aging man, I, I am mm-hmm. younger than you, but I am also aging as we all are mm-hmm. because you can't age backwards. Uh, I am losing the battle with nose hair. I do have a nose hair trimmer, uh, so I am I am I am pretty prepped for this. Uh, I might be talking to you off pod about uh, whether you like uh-huh. said nose hair trimmer <laughs> because again, that company uh, can sponsor us, and if you would like to, we can be we can be bought. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, the, see the thing is with this question is that it's, it kind of removes the ability to cut it. Cause if you have like long hair, you just cut it. You're, you don't have hair for a bit cause it takes time to re- regrow, but it feels like there's some kind of like Sisyphean, like you cut it off and then it instantly grows back. And so you're mm-hmm. always rolling that boulder up the hill. And th- at that point, I think I I think I'm with you because you can probably turn nose hair into some kind of accoutrement for a uh, a facial hair mm-hmm. that you can't really do with ear hair unless you already have long hair and I don't like long hair and uh, I, I'm I li- bald so I, that's fair I literally just got a haircut because it was too much hair on my head uh, so I think I'm gonna go with with nose hair. Uh, to kind of style it into my fashionable beard. Excellent. I'm glad we spent so many minutes talking about that stupid thing. Let's this talk is what about... the listeners want. This is, is what this, the listeners this... want. Okay. I mean, I guess they keep coming back. So they keep coming back. This isn't enough to dissuade them. Season six, episode four, queer studies and advanced waxing. Uh, this I literally, I am so upset that I didn't get the joke until now. Like, <laughs> legitimately, of course it is. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> uh, this episode is, uh, we've got three plot lines. 
Yes, we do. Do we get a little bit of crossover between the bird plot line and the Dean plot line, but not mm-hmm. a ton? Main plot line, I would say the A plot, as it were, um, is act- it's a Dean-centric plot line. We get very few Dean-centric plot it's lines. It's true. I do want um, more Dean-centric plot lines, but not like this. Uh, the plot is all about how the school board, because the, the school board guys come back, um, and the school board guys want the dean to join the school board only because he's gay. Oh, he because keeps, they believe he's gay. He's right, so much more he, than gay. Yes, it just it's it, it's I believe two sevenths it's of two, his personality. Yeah, you beat me to it. It is two sevenths, which is a two very, sevenths of his identity. Very hilariously specific approximately amount. well he does say approximately oh he says approximately he, okay he says approximately two-sevenths when i could change the system from the inside out then all i have to do is pare down my sexuality to simple gayness which is heavily in the mix there you go get ready america dean pelton is coming out as approximately two-sevenths of what he is <laughs> but he does pull that number out really quickly he right. has to do I'm no not, calculations he's thought about this before he's i mean you know he is the dean has always felt pretty after the dalmatian stuff in the first season uh-huh. he's kind of become okay with who he is um because again that dalmatian stuff is still up here in season six mm-hmm. um so i i don't I, I, I think he's done some thinking and come to acceptance of himself of t- approximately two sevens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I, I, I'm happy for him. Since we're already talking about the Dean, let's just get into the gay Dean plot. Um, look, I just, I, you can tell this, at least part of this plot was back, you know, like reverse engineered from, Hey, y- you know how Jolene is a song? You know how, you know, one of our characters rhymes with Do- Jolene. How can we make that a song? Gay Dean! Uh, I would not be terribly surprised to find out they were just like, uh, we could turn Gay Dean into a song. Legitimately, that's how I would write shows. Probably less on the specific uh, gay part, but like like parody a song? Absolutely. Let's go. Mm-hmm. The Weird Al fan wants to start with parodying a song and then making an episode out of it. I'm shocked. I know you should be. I am shocked. So the episode is, uh, this plot line is um, all about uh, the the Dean, um, A, being, being clocked as gay by the school board. And then they right. want him to uh, be basically a diversity hire uh, to make them look better. Right, because they just canceled the uh, the pride parade to mm-hmm. create a school board parade, uh, which I, one of them is saying, we just wanted one day, which is kind of funny, but like messed up that you canceled the pride parade for your one mm-hmm. day. You can have a different day. Make, there are make so many days. So many days. Uh, make, uh, I don't know, what is August anything? Make that school board month. Yeah. And you can be a uh, little me, spooky with it. Let me let me double check before we get canceled. Um, <laughs> what months? Uh, what? Uh, how do we, what months take place in August? <laughs> the answer to that is August. <laughs> <laughs> you did it! I'm so proud of you. I, I will say though, 
I went. I googled. Uh, I googled school board day, and I found okay. out that the WSSDA, the Washington's something. I have no idea. Apparently, January is school board recognition month. They already have a month. Which month? January. Okay, great. Because I was gonna say we can't. They can't have. They can't have August because according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Um, if you look up August on oh, Wikipedia, I, I, I'm not going to do a, that, but I'm there's listening. There's a page. There's a page for uh, different observances of August. You know what? You know what? Uh, month long observance is August. August is National Princess Peach Month. Oh no! You can't take it from Princess Peach. You can't take it from Princess Peach. She's a legend, and she, also liter- legitimately royalty. Legit royalty. It's, I mean, it's Mushroom Kingdom, which we do not, we do not uh, have any, have any uh, allegiance to, but legitimate royalty. I'm sure we have like a peace treaty with them. At least a peace treaty. And Jack Black is singing songs about peaches all over the place. That's what I've heard. I've still not seen the movie. I've not Um, seen the movie either, but that song is everywhere. But apparently it's National Princess Peach Month. I'm going to need some sources on this. <laughs> yeah, I could type anything on the internet. Uh, according to NintendoLife.com, August is officially Princess Peach Month, um, according to Nintendo of America. Um, and it is about two sentences long, this whole article. Um, so I don't I don't understand how this made it onto <laughs> Wikipedia, but it did. <laughs> It's very funny because I think I'm on the same page and it's like original story, two sentences, third update. Uh-huh. It's actually Peach Month and they've uh-huh. just decided to jump on the bandwagon. Um, August, Amazing. Is a- August is also National Panini Month. So uh, get, your, get your paninis. Um, Gotta be tough for the school board not to have a month, except for January, you clogs. Janu- they've got January. Just do it then. They do want to uh, have uh, a, a gay dean on the school board yes. uh, to the point where they do sing uh, Jolene, but gay dean. How much? Which means Jolene how, is going to be money? in my head. Jolene yeah. and or gay dean is going to be in my head for the next week. That's just how Jolene works. She gets in there. She's an eldritch horror, and she, she is an eldritch there. horror. It, that's now, a, that's an established internet fact. Now, Ben, yes, did they? How much money do you think they spent here to do Jolene, a parody of Jolene? Because, like, you sing it once, I get it. They did like a legitimate like studio song over a montage here. Uh, this show has a long that. history of Dan Harmon throwing way too much money for needle drops. So I'm like, I don't even know. It could be the <laughs> whole episode's budget for all that, I know. That that feels <laughs> it feels accurate to say it's the whole. I mean the <laughs> the budget the budget must have been like four percent normal crew. Ten percent getting Jason Mantukas, Man- Manzuk- Manzukas, right. how do you say his which, name? Jason which we Manzukas. haven't even gotten to yet. 
the rest of the 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 budget is just getting rights to to play Jolene, but also right. changing the name to Gay Dean. And, uh, and, and of they, course, they do. They have a whole they have a whole professionally recorded track for uh, Gay Dean. It's wild. Gay Dean. It kind of rips, but granted, that's just because it's Jolene, which rips. Um, <laughs> on this podcast, we stand Dolly Parton, and that's just that's oh, just how it is. Um, now, I I don't mean to like give you more information uh, about uh, uh, <laughs> Jolene. How dare how dare we have more information about community on this podcast? Let's go. <laughs> let's go back and talk about nose hair. Great. <laughs> that's fair. Um, apparently on, if you believe the community dash sitcom.fandom.com, the community, I do because community, community fans are Ricky. ravenous and hardworking. And this is, this would have been entirely my jam. According to community writer, Alex Rubens, they had originally planned to use Dolly Parton's Jolene in a season five episode. It was to be a fictional Weird Al Yankovic parody song inspired by the 1990 goth film The Crow called Crowlean. Rubens tweeted a copy of the lyrics on his Twitter account. (laughs) Would you like to know the lyrics? Please, please. Your hair is black. Your face is white. You're going to get revenge tonight on all the thugs (laughs) and thieves that killed your girl. From roof to roof, you jump and leap, kicking goons and killing creeps. And when you're done, you do karate twirls. Crowleen, 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 Crowleen. Um, I'm okay, sad that good. that didn't exist. Yeah, I'm. I'm that would have been so good. Um, so, I mean, uh, Gay Dean is also pretty good. But again, Gay Dean I is think, also very good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you can't, you can't go wrong with Jolene. Is the thing. It's true. Um. So, as a random aside about Jolene, when sure. you when you've got a can of beans, <laughs> I swear this is going somewhere. When you've got a can of no, beans, but I already, I already, I can already hear the rhyme between Jolene and Bean. Uh, and and you know you you're like rinsing out the can, the the can of beans so you can recycle it, and like beans like foam up, like sure. they just naturally foam up. Sure. So uh, whenever we do that, uh, my wife and I sing foam beans, foam beans, foam beans, foam beans. And also okay. uh, the cats. <laughs> I wasn't, the, sure. The, I wasn't the cats, sure if there was, a, there was a continuation there. Well, I mean, we just sing more about beans. But also the cats have toe beans. So we sing toe sure. beans a lot, too. Jolene gets a lot of play in this house. Well, again, I think Jolene is is a slap. Uh huh. We've now devoted almost the entirety of this uh, episode to Jolene. Welcome to Good Morning Jolene, the Jolene <laughs> podcast. Don't you come um, and steal my man? Today we're talking about um, <laughs> everyone's favorite Jolene. Everyone's favorite Jolene. Welcome to season six, episode four of the Jolene podcast. Today again, here we're talking about <laughs> Jolene. Uh, the hit 1973 song by Dolly Parton, of course, uh, written and recorded by American country music artist Dolly Parton. It was first produced by Bob Ferguson, as you know, because we've mentioned this for the last Every six seasons. 
I do love the idea um, of basically doing the worst idea of all time, <laughs> but doing it with something good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And just listening to Jolene every week and talking about the same song. I love that you can't even, there's no way you can pick up something new after six years of listening to the same song over. That's not true. It, I've done it before. But it, there, you 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 watch a movie for two hours, you could definitely pick up something new. Well, but like a song's going to be really now, difficult because it lasts three minutes, man. <laughs> here's Here's the thing. You do a podcast about the same song for you know, literally six seasons. Yeah. You, you, and a movie, of course, and a movie. Um, you, you just, you do the same podcast over and over again, but you have different guests on because a song like Jolene, every guest you have on is going to have some, some new shit to say about Uh Jolene. And honestly, think about all the guests clamoring, needing to get on this podcast oh yeah you could Everyone get some big names Jolene. you could get some big names I to bet show you up and could talk get about McElroy. you could get a mcelroy you could get a uh uh sarah marshall if you're wrong about i bet she'd uh, talk about jolene you know what i bet you we could get roman mars oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that deep that deep roman mars voice talking about jolene i would i would pay money for that I would subscribe I w- to our own yeah, yeah. Patreon to support this podcast <laughs> I to listen to Roman money. Mars talk to us about Jolene. <laughs> I would pay money to pay Roman Mars to just say the word Jolene. Um, Jolene is a great song uh, by Dolly Parton, and um, it features a parody of it features prominently in this uh, season six episode four of Community. So I that, wait, what happened to Good Morning Jolene? Are we not? I thought that was a pivot. Uh, we we tried, and uh, everyone immediately unsubscribed. Um, or we got so many subscribers, I I got nervous and canceled the podcast. Either, either way, way, either way, we're back to community. So anyway, I look forward to seeing what's gonna pop off in the Facebook group because it's gonna be wild this week. So. Uh, yeah, the the whole plot the whole plot basically uh, surrounds the idea that <clears throat> the dean is gay and then some mm. because uh, again being gay is is two sevenths of his identity approximately right. right and he feels uncomfortable about uh, he feels uncomfortable about the tokenism but he also feels even more uncomfortable about like well but I'm so much more than that. Right. So like you don't you don't even you don't even know. And Jeff does say he's curious in an but only in an intellectual yeah, way. Intellectually. That um, was very, very key uh mm-hmm. uh, uh uh clarification there. He does his best. He does his best to be like a member of the school board. Um and uh he does intersect with the the Wi-Fi bird plot. Uh, which we'll talk about here in a moment once we're done talking about Jolene. <laughs> um, just kidding. I will never be done talking about Jolene. Like legitimately, that's why I think the podcast Tw- would have we- legs. Tweeted us at good green like on Jolene. failing website, twitter.com and to talk to us about Jolene. What do you think about Jolene? Um, so Jolene. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, Despite the fact that this is like the A plot, I don't have a lot to say about it beyond Jolene. Uh, <laughs> because it's sort of it's a it's a very like weighty topic because it deals with the idea of like tokenism 
and um sure you know whether or not someone's personal life is worth you know dredging like he 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 comes out of the closet to like become the gay dean so that he can get this position on the school board um and you know it's it's a very it's a it's a surprisingly weighty topic because community doesn't usually tackle weighty topics i don't disagree with i think it tackles weighty topics with a there's an air about it that's irreverent where I don't, I think uh-huh. this one was like, we have to do, we have to say something here rather than just kind of like be irreverent and kind of goofballs about it. And I think right. that's not really a strength of community not to talk about grades or whatever. And I think a lot of the jokes here are with the, um, I've already forgotten the name of the, uh, the partner. Domingo. Domingo, who is basically like, weirdly acting as like a public partner but is kind mm-hmm. of like you know you know basically a staffer behind the scenes and it's it 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 feels weird it's just it it the 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 vibes are off on this this uh for lack of a better way to say it sure i can see that um uh it it deals with this very like sort of weighty topic and then the the sort of conclusion of it is that like because he's he's like oh i'm you know i'm so much more two sevenths of my personality, etc. He does end up calling a press conference to be like, "I'm so much more than that." Um, and uh, sorry, I'm scrolling through my notes, and I do like the line where he says he makes gayness look like Mormonism. Because, um, <laughs> uh, like, one of the things that skipping back a bit one of the things he does sort of grapple with is him getting the position on the school board as an openly gay man a lot of gay students at the school are sure, like oh that's sure. that's so great like you know there's there's he he can be an icon to right. them representation matters absolutely exactly and um so he does sort of grapple with that which again sort of lends to this really heavy topic in a way that community doesn't usually uh, right. handle it, because the the sort of uh, uh, funny bits about it is a you get the gay dean song, which we've talked about at length. Right. Um, come on, our uh, Jolene podcast, Roman Mars. Uh, we we we, we get- are not joking. <laughs> we will make a Jolene podcast have Roman Mars on it. Uh, we get the, um, you know, uh, we, so we get that and then we get his like, you know, the little, the little allusions to like, oh man, I'm, I, I make gayness look like Mormonism, but the rest of it is actually, it's all very serious. I mean, he has a whole, uh, Frankie has a whole conversation about like, the most important point is, are you prepared to make your sexuality, which is nobody's business, an aspect of your role in society? I know I'm not, so I don't. No. When a person becomes symbolic, they gain symbolic power at the price of independent power. Yep, that's an excellent point. She feels that it's not, so she doesn't, which implies some things about Frankie. She, she's who she is. A, a, lot of, a lot of this A-plot is actually very grounded, especially for a community episode. Right, I agree. which I find very interesting. 
so he does end up calling a press conference uh, to say that uh, he's 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 gay. Yes, but there's so much more than that. But the thing is, he's a member of perhaps the most marginalized group, politicians, which is sort of a weird way to end that plot. I agree. Um, it is. It's a weird way to kind of pivot. It's it's an odd pivot, and it it's like. It's I mean, fascinating. It, calls, it does call back to what Jeff was talking about with politicians earlier. Uh-huh. But it's just so it does it doesn't feel as earned as some other things have in I mean even in this episode with the Chang plot which we haven't even gotten to. Uh-huh. That feels way more earned than this one to me. Well, and I I think it's it's an odd it's an odd thing because there is sort of a and in the modern political environment, there is sort of a the idea of like, oh, well, things should, you know, things shouldn't be political. Like an actor tweets about uh, gay rights or whatever. And right. people are like, oh, just stick to acting, blah, blah, blah. Which, first of all, if you don't like it, don't fucking follow them on Twitter. Like, just <laughs> failing move website on, Twitter. move exactly. on with your day. Just um, take your Twitter blue check mark and go somewhere else. <laughs> uh so you know i i do feel like i don't i don't feel like him saying that he's a politician is a total cop out because i do think in a way that sort of also says things about how we view political speech um sure and you know this was this was also 2015 this was you know obama era sort of uh politi- uh politics um yeah well if you can remember boy. that far back so Damn, um, okay uh-huh you know it, it i i do feel like i i don't feel like uh like it's a it's a total like nothing but it is also kind of is a kind of weird way to be like yeah, so um, the ending of this like moral conflict, in, like inner conflict, de- the dean is having with uh, grappling with tokenism and his own whatever sexuality, and uh, the the end to that is him to, for him to say, "I'm a politician." And everybody goes, "Oh no, we don't want him on the school board." And then things return to normal. Right. Um, it- it feels like that's not going to happen in that way in a more realistic world, mm-hmm. but um, so that is that is a little bit weird. And I, every time I think about this episode, I have sort of mixed feelings on sure. this plot. Uh, but also, uh, I am a straight man, so like that's also fair. I also don't know how much any of my opinion fucking matters on this <laughs> because. That's fair. We we just we we put ourselves in front of these microphones and say we're uh-huh. we know shit and we don't. We're just um, two dinguses sitting in front of talking about Jolene. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Don't you come and Lil, steal my Lil, my have, man, you, have you ever heard the Lil Nas X cover of Jolene that he did? Uh, it's very good. That and sounds incredible, and I want to. It's so good. And as someone pointed out, if Jolene is powerful enough to steal Dolly Parton's man and Lil Nas X's man. Jolene is fucking incredibly powerful and needs to absolutely, be yeah. We um, can't we can't let Jolene go trump through <laughs> the world and steal everybody's people. I guess I guess if you are being stolen by Jolene, it doesn't sound that bad. 
Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, like, that sounds great. But uh, if Jolene ever comes to take your man, boy, howdy, you are in yeah. trouble. You, she sure. cannot be stopped. I, I, so... She I took really, Dolly Parton's man. How do you expect to stop her taking your man? To be she fair, took Lil Nas, I, S, Lil Nas X's man. How do you expect her to? How do you expect I, to not? That's to, how fair. To keep your man? I just, I just have this feeling that Jolene is insatiable and has to steal everyone's man. She regard- has to steal everyone's man, right? And I think you know, at some point, all the all the mans out there are taken and stolen. Uh huh. Oh, hang on, hang on, just a second. I just got an email. It uh, looks like it's from Jolene. Oh um, no, Jolene, she come says, on the podcast. She says I should I should leave my wife. Go, go see Jolene. Well, okay. I got um, I gotta know more about this Jolene. How are the, <laughs> how's the hair? I believe she has uh, flaming locks of auburn hair. Actually, all right. Um, According what, to this email her, she just sent me. What about her, her voice? <laughs> uh, I don't remember the lyrics, but her voice. Uh, soft like summer rain. Do, do you think I didn't pull up the Jolene lyrics so I could do this bit with you? Uh-huh. Um, well, oh, oh, see, it's here in the email. She does mention She does mention the voice. I didn't scroll down. Yeah, you didn't. Because you need the, to, the further I scroll down scroll in this down email. The emails from Jolene. The more, the more terrified yet aroused I become mm-hmm. uh, about Jolene. So I'm, go- I'm just going to close this email. <laughs> Sarah just looked, peeked her head into the office. <laughs> um... Oh man! So- I, I sorry, this, but this... I might be leaving you for Jolene. She sounds great. <laughs> Nothing. She's oh, she cl- she's in the bed. She closed the door. She's like, no, fine. <laughs> Get out of here. You're being too loud. Um, I I do love this episode. Is just the one where they talk about Jolene instead of the episode. Uh, which which plot do you want to talk about next? Now that we're done talking about Jolene except we're never done talking about Jolene <laughs> which again Jolene is barely a part of this <laughs> it just tells it just says something to me about how long we spent talking about Jolene and not not which is like maybe 1% of this plot line uh you want to do the baby birds and right, wi-fi the, i guess the, the baby birds so the wi-fi is out this is where we finally get that sort of lampshade on um paget brewster being the it lady right yes because the wi-fi is out and uh frankie is like every time i call the it lady or every time i try to email the it lady her emails get bounced back to me in aramaic and when i call her a high-pitched whistle noise makes my nose bleed so the IT lady doesn't exist and or is Frankie's weird alternate reality. Right. And um, also causes a lot of things like Jolene. And uh, the Cthulhu monster that is Jolene. Uh-huh. So uh, we, I do like we, how we finally get the, that sort of, uh, the sort of joke where it's like, oh, no, she was the IT lady. So the IT lady is nowhere yeah. around. Elroy becomes the new IT lady. I do love that he, even later 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 on he's like those birds aren't the new IT lady I am 
And it's very funny to like for him to want this IT uh-huh. lady. For, I don't know why it tickles me so much to have Keith David say, "I'm the new IT lady." Oh, it's, it's just very, very good. Very funny to me. It is very good. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, I I can I know a thing or two about IT. Um, you know, it's been a minute, but I, it's, I'm assuming it's all the same. Smaller holes, more bytes. I'm assuming it's still the same. Smaller holes, more bytes. Well, what are we up to now, Mega? Terra. Terra." Which I I I put in a note here to go on a, a tangent. This is a planned tangent. Except I'm gonna planned tangent. I'm the, gonna really limit it because of all the time we spent talking about Jolene. Right, but, right. The unplanned tangent has to make the planned tangent has to make way for the unplanned tangent. I very specifically remember the first time I ever saw a terabyte. Um, uh-huh. back when, uh, tech TV was a thing and I had oh. tech TV. You remember tech TV? Tech TV was so good. Of course good. I remember tech TV. It was the best. Uh, I was watching, oh. uh, the screensavers with Leo Laporte and Patrick Norton. Oh, Leo and, Laporte. Um, they, God, they, we are very specific kind of nerds. We're very specific kind of nerds. Um, God. they, they were like, I don't know, like. The, the fun thing about the screensavers was half the time it was like, here's some useful tips you can use. And other times it was just like, I don't know. We got like 10 minutes to kill. Let's do something weird. So they were like, <laughs> we are literally going to just see if we can put a terabyte of space in a computer. And this was this was back in the Windows XP days. Right. So they built uh, a giant RAID 0 with like eight disks. Oh, in like man. It, it like and and they're just like yeah we don't know if it's going to say we don't know if it's going to say um a thousand gigabytes or if it's going to if it's actually going to say like 1 tb and then so they built it they booted it up everything worked and they're like it says tb like they were so excited that instead of it saying right. 1000 gb it said 1 tb and i remember watching that and just being like Oh my God! I did. Like, know I was you could so do impressed, that. so impressed with that. Absolutely. Um, and now terabytes are just uh, common as hell. Yeah, uh, everything's a terabyte. So, um, anyways, that was my planned tangent. Planned. Uh, a That was my planned about uh, the first time I saw a terabyte. Oh man, God! You you just sent me back into a world that I forgot happened. Like, tech TV was so good, tech dude. Tech TV before it merged with G4. Oh even. yeah, but uh-huh. when it was just Tech TV before the G4 days, because G4 kind of ruined it. Um, I mean, I like, like G4, but it oh, was I still of... watch the hell out of G4. <laughs> okay, great. It was no Tech TV though. Yeah, man, Leo Laporte. Oh man, what a name! Oh, so great. That it was so good. Uh, yeah, I watch that shit every day. Um, it's so good. So. Um, Man, apparently, he hosted a, a weekend technology-oriented talk radio pro- program. Oh, yeah. No, I used to listen to that. Oh, um, man. It, back when I had, stopped, like, but... two podcasts that I listened to. Uh, three podcasts <laughs> that I listened to. Yeah, Because uh, he did the... Uh, he still does this week in tech. Um, and oh, he good. did the um, his weekend radio show, which he released as a, as a podcast as well. Uh, and then to... I listened I listened to one other one. And now I listen to like 40 podcasts. And sure. so I don't have time for that. I may need to like check in on this week in tech to hear about Leah Laporte again. Oh yeah. No, he's still doing it. 
He's been he's been you know what? Good for him. He's been doing it for like ages, dude. Um and he he looked he looked old 20 years ago. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh wow, he's st- he's still kicking. All right. <laughs> I like how you say he's still kicking. He's only 66. Uh well, he looked old. He looked old Some when he was 46. Some people early, Ben. <laughs> I, I say this mostly because I am actively graying in my my beard. My wife will. My wife sees like white hairs and it's like I'm gonna pull them out and show them to you. I'm like, there's a little macabre here, but that's okay. Elroy becomes the new IT lady, um, and uh, he <laughs> he that's, that just tickles me so much. Just so funny to me. He goes to um, fix the... Uh, so I was just... I was continuing on with this community podcast. I'm like, wow, we spent the entire this entire episode talking about Jolene, Tech TV, <laughs> and nose hair. Uh, so fantastic. <laughs> we're so good at um, this. We're so... We're, we're really, so we're really falling this. apart these days. Um, Elroy goes to fix the the uh, Wi-Fi. He finds yeah. a bird's nest in the router, which Abed says that he cannot remove because the mother will not come back. The baby birds will die. Mm-hmm. And the way Abed sort of talks about this really makes me feel like there's uh, like, I mean, part of it is just, you know, you don't want baby birds to die. But also right. I feel like some of this is like his issues with his own mother sort of coming sure. back. Um, because in, you know, previous seasons, his mother, uh, quote unquote, didn't come back, uh, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like there's there's some of that. And maybe it's just the way Danny Pudi sort of uh, does the acting in this scene. There's just it's I feel like it's a real callback to to that sort of um, personal issue. Yes, okay. it's about. You know, he he doesn't want baby birds to die, but also there is a little bit of that sort of personal stuff to it, sure. I feel like. Um, and he does manage to convince uh, Elroy to not remove the baby birds. And uh, he is like, um, well, I'm I'm the I'm the IT person. Like, you know, what do I what do I do? Like, what do I tell people? Uh, yeah, can't you just stall by doing what real IT people do? What is that exactly? It, it is. It is very funny for it for uh, Elroy to be like, you know, okay, fine, I'll do the IT thing. Of we need a few days to fix it, and then that causes the dean to be like, oh, you sound like a real <laughs> IT lady. Good work. Uh-huh. Because as I as someone who works in IT, like here's here's a little IT support secret. I your IT folks are generally juggling so many things that like if they're like, oh yeah, no, we'll we'll need a little time to fix it, usually they're off doing something else because like They've got a whole bunch of different tickets that they're they're working at at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, and every now and then, like it's not always a lie. Sometimes, sometimes it's like, oh, here's you know a bunch of error logs, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, uh, I need I need to like look at these and figure out what the fuck's going on. Sure. Sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, all right, cool. Um, oh, 
that error? Yeah, I need to I need to take a look at it. And then I go back to doing whatever I was doing before because sometimes, you know, you're just juggling so many things. And right. sometimes those things are baby birds in the router. Right. And you would you wouldn't be like, I gotta move these birds to fix this thing. Mm-hmm. I would not be like that because the mother will not come back exactly. and the birds will it die. It's said so many times. Just in case you forgot the stakes of this plot, it's said every time uh-huh. it comes back on the screen. The dean does insist that they they fix the Wi-Fi and then um, uh, they're like, no, well, there's a nest. We can't move it. And then he's like, yeah, oh, no, of course not, because the mother won't come back and the baby birds will die. Like the dean is all on board with the <laughs> save the birds plan. It's true until this causes some issues in the the gay dean storyline because he looks ineffective. Exactly, because the Wi-Fi is not back. As pointed out at the beginning of the episode, we have oxygen. We need Wi-Fi. Right. Everyone's very pissed because they don't have Wi-Fi, which is the most realistic thing in the entire episode to me. It's the most realistic thing in the entire series. (laughs) That is fair. I mean, my Wi-Fi goes down and I'm just like, well, there goes my day. I need to fix this now. It doesn't matter if I was reading a book, not at all using the Internet. My wife is is, you know, out. I'm the Mm -hmm. only one inconvenienced, but I'm not even inconvenienced because I was just reading a book. Right. But but like your Sonos doesn't work anymore. You're like, motherfucker. I need to be able to pipe podcasts to those Sonos speakers at a moment's notice. Or the song Jolene, the hit 1973 song Jolene by Dolly Parton. I need to be able to pipe that to every room in my house at a moment's notice. And without the Wi-Fi, I cannot do that. Right. And then you got to fix it. And it's that sometimes it's it's a quick restart and everything's fine. But sometimes it's just a day, man. Sometimes there's birds in the router. And what if Jolene comes by and I'm trying to impress her and I try to put on my sexy music and my fucking smart speakers don't work because the Wi-Fi is down. I can't have that. At, at, at risk of activating a tangent. Could you give me a, a couple of bit uh, listens on that uh, on that sexy music you'd play for Jolene? Uh, well, so very, um, very common in our friends group is the, uh, YouTube channel, Dr. Sax Love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You've you've gotten me. A real YouTube channel that exists, um, that is perfect background music (laughs) because you can throw it on. For just some like friends hanging yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It's not like overtly sexual. So like it can be just sort of like, you know, classy jazz. You're hanging out. You it's could also like, you know, invite someone over home. for a date. Like if Jolene's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to stop by and convince you to leave your wife for me. Right. You can throw on some Dr. Sax love for Jolene. And like she's she's probably going to be into it. Like yeah. it's not like, oh, yeah, this is this is some like. You know, it's sexy not fucking Gay. music. Yeah. Right. You're not putting on Barry White, but it's gonna it's gonna be like just classy enough. Right. Like, you know, you don't you don't wanna put on Barry White and be like, oh yeah, Jolene, you and I are fucking tonight. You don't wanna you don't wanna presume, even though the right. email she sent you about you, leaving your wife sure. was very, very convincing. Very explicit. very explicit. 
you don't want to you don't want to make those assumptions. So you throw on you start the night with some yeah, doctor yeah, sex. You love. ease into it. You ease into the Martin Gay. You know, it's, uh, it's great stuff. And then you know if she's really into it and you decide to do it, that's when you throw on the the sea bat. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> forgotten about that oh the trend went away oh my god what what okay i will say this what a tremendous pull because i had totally forgotten about seabat uh it it, just to let you know i had forgotten about seabat and my life had improved so thank you the the dean uh does eventually um get the nest removed in order mm-hmm. to get the Wi-Fi back. Um that leads Abed, to Abed and Elroy kind of taking over uh, nursing support. Uh mm-hmm. but apparently they don't do a great job. Uh two of them, uh two of the three uh baby birds don't make it, which they definitely do create a little tiny uh, uh coffin and bury it, which is very sad. But also kind of funny to watch an actor deal with the just the tiniest coffin possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and but one does make it, and it's all to a very sad version of Gay Dean, um, right. which is a, a weird thing. Um, Once you got a song, you got to use it. Abed, <laughs> we we, pay, we paid a lot of money for Jolene. You're gonna listen to your Gay Dean. Abed and Elroy do manage to save one of the th- the three birds. Uh, which does get released at the end in the tag, which we'll mm-hmm. we'll come back to the tag. Do we have anything else to say about this plot? It's kind of a small plot. Um, I mean, I'm glad everybody has Wi-Fi again. Everyone has Wi-Fi again. Uh, the final the final plot is Chang auditions for a stage adaption of the, uh, the Karate Kid. He auditions for the role of Daniel. Uh, right. But um, immediately, uh, guest star Jason Man- Manzukis. Uh, Love Jason Manzukis. When you need a guy to show up and just be absolutely off the wall, <laughs> and, he's your guy. Off the wall and also an asshole. He has one character. One speed. And it is every character he's ever played in anything. Um, yes. But he Correct. does a good job at it. Well, that's so, why he keeps, he keeps getting offers to play that one role. I will say that I do think he gets to have a little bit more leeway with that role on uh, Comedy Bang Bang when he does show up there. Uh, that being said, a lot of his characters are not that far off from the uh-huh. characters he plays in TV. So, yeah, when when Chang gets up to audition, he does turn around and see Annie because this is a weird Annie Chang side plot. I it's a weird I, I weird pairing. Like it, like it's it's something different. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Um, and, uh, so he, he sees Annie and he's like, no, you audition. And Annie does this like, Hey, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. Um, Mm -hmm. like it's a bad, real bad, uh, sort of accent. And he's like, nope, you're it. You're you're great. They both get cast. She gets the role of Daniel and he gets the role of Mr. Miyagi. And then it's just most of this. Plot is uh, Jason Manzukis yelling at yes uh, Ken Jong, like that's yeah. most of the that's most of the plot. 
and also like you using like a water sprayer at one uh-huh. point to just like he literally pours his coffee on Chang. Yeah, there's um, a lot happening here. There's a lot happening. Annie does feel like acting as her new calling. She's like, when I do this, I just feel it. It's it's like the mm-hmm. earth is in harmony with me or, you know, whatever, whatever weird bullshit she says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even Britta calls out, calls that out as bullshit. In one of the very few lines Britta gets this episode. She is very not present, uh, in this. Uh, so Annie is like, Oh yeah, no, I'm all about this. Uh, and Jason Manzukis's character, whose name I did not catch. Um, Nope. Which is fine. (laughs) So literally when he's on screen, I'm like, oh, it's Jason Mantoukas. Yeah. It's uh, the one character he ever plays. Um, (laughs) Derek from The Good Place. Derek uh, from The Good Place. Is like, he's always super nice to Annie. It's just like, oh, no, Annie, you're doing great. You're perfect. No, no notes. And then just yells at Chang. And then the the sort of twist at the end is like, because Annie decides to speak up for Chang, like you're being right. so mean while you're doing this, and he's like, "Oh, well, because here's the thing: you are not the lead. Mr. Miyagi is the lead. The Karate Kid is about Kazuki Miyagi, an immigrant who fought against his own people in World War II while his wife lost a child in an internment camp. Noriyuki Morita was nominated for an Academy Award for his performance. Ralph Macchio showed up. I cast you because your measurements allow me to use the same wardrobe as last year." I cast Ben because he has the sadness and talent that could make this show great. That is a damning thing to say to an actor. Uh-huh. Holy damn. Um, and uh, then yeah, the... so she so she gets fired off of it mm-hmm. and then she leaves and Chang Chang's like, Thank you for standing up for me. And she's like, uh-huh. Okay. Uh so the couple of twists here is first, Annie Kim gets a, a return because she gets the role of Daniel after Annie Edison quits. Which it's is a fun little funny. fun little twist of the knife there. Yeah. And then um the the real twist is that uh Chang is really good. Like incredible. We get a montage of uh the the uh actual play and everyone is just like into it. Like they're laughing, they're crying, they're shocked, they're amazed. The whole the whole thing is just um amazing and everyone's like i i don't it feels so different to like praise chang for a thing um (laughs) and uh yeah i mean that's basically the plot i don't have a lot to say about it because it's something you can sum up in like three sentences right but including all the twists and turns of it um it is it is a fun plot and you know jason manzoukas is always uh enjoyable yeah. uh if if you like someone to show up and be absolutely well, batshit especially because a lot of the things he's yelling are kind of like over the top over the top because if it was just like a use like like literally a browbeating of chang it would not be fun but the fact that he takes it over the top it becomes more obviously ridiculous I think that that is that is actually a really strong strength of Jason Manzuka. So be knowing and being able to pull out that kind of mm-hmm. what I'm doing is supposed to be ridiculous for comedic effect kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have anything else to say about that. It's a, it's fun, yeah. but like it's, it's it is fine. a little it is a little one note. 
because it's just like, oh, uh, well, we've got two minutes to kill. Uh, hey, let's get uh, let's get Derek from the Good Place back in here uh, to yell just at King Jong for a yell bit. Yell at King Jong, everything will be fine. Just keep, just go. Oh, uh, we uh, we actually just got thirty more seconds. Hey, could you could you just yell at him a little just bit more? Could you and you just make the ta- you, you just kind could of you stretch just, it? Keep could you just it. tell him that his ancestors are digging themselves further into the ground to get further away from him? Uh, right. Yeah, a, great. What an unhinged great. thing to think. Even to, um, to suggest to say. Uh, and so those are the plots. Uh, we get the tag, which is Abed releasing the the baby bird. He's got a whole ceremony where uh, he mm-hmm. he says some words, some nice words. He has everyone put on cat masks and little finger wings. Right. The cat masks to remind the bird that is no longer home here, but the bird wings to go with them on the journey. And uh, it doesn't want to leave at first, but he eventually manages to shoo it off. And he's like, it's going to live a long, uh, amazing life. And it immediately goes to go build a nest in the router. Or uh, I, thought, I, miss, I, I thought it was the power supply. It could be the power supply. It was um, it was doing something. Because, it's going to fuck I, up some shit. Because I do think it said generator or get electrocuted. Or there. Right. See, that... Okay, here's the thought. Like, I think they made a great choice here because... The easy, immediate joke, if it is the power, which I'm, I, I think I, I saw think the it's word the power. Mm-hmm. Um, the cheap, easy joke is to land on it, like electrify, dead. Like especially after the way it's like your your new life. Uh-huh. Like, it's the cheap, easy joke. It's the funnier joke to me to follow up on that and be like, no, it grew up in a router. It's gonna want to go find a different piece of mm-hmm. like a uh, place to make a home. And I think that's very funny that way. I mean, as as uh, someone who who uh, uh, grew up as the internet became a thing, who among us didn't grow up in a router? Um, uh, good point. Uh, but yeah, it it just it. And that's not true. Been. I grew. I had dial up. There was no routers involved. It was just the right. the the phone lines yelling at you until you downloaded the Pokemon website to go look at yes. cool Pokemon. It's also funny, uh, not to go too distracted, but that sound now is just such a nostalgic like bomb. Like it just like uh-huh. it feels so good. It fuzzes in the right ways. But yeah, I just I, I really like the fact that they didn't go for the it lands on an exposed wire, gets electrocuted. Now Abed's sad. It like it went into the well. Why wouldn't it just like make a home in the mm-hmm. first place that looks like where it grew up? You know, totally. I I I I I think that like give me a little bit like take the joke another step was really strong in this case. Uh, so that is the end of the episode. Unless you had anything else you wanted to say about it before we get into no. the next segment. Well, then that means no. it's time for our next segment. And that segment is Jolene. I don't this 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 episode I don't really remember it very well from the first time I watched season six, but I must have. Um I I don't love it. Um I think that you know I, I to to start uh I think the the plot that succeeds the most I think is the Chang plot. I think that's got the I think it's because of the Jason Menzuka's effect of that it like feels like it's 
in the same comedic space as a lot of the other community. The the bird, as we've discussed, the bird plot, other than the ending tag, is kind of a not much. And then, mm-hmm. so you, you're 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 hanging a lot on the gay dean plot, and I don't think it hits. And maybe it hit back in 2015. Um, obviously that was years ago at this point. I just, I don't think you know whatever it was trying to say at the time. I think is. It just doesn't hit very well right now. And maybe that's just my interpretation of it. I I think that plot line is not as funny as it could be. Um, I, I And I think that, you know, they do a really, really quick turn from the school board being the jerks that were about to sell this to Subway to, oh, we're cool now, except for we canceled a pride parade. And, you know, it, that that is kind of funny to be like, you know, the school board is clearly trying to cover its own ass uh, for being bigots, but because in, in a dumb way, um, so they're going to be bigots in a dumber way. Um, and and I, I, I'm with you, as you discussed earlier, the kind of bizarre turn to be a politician. And maybe that's just mm-hmm. because I don't understand the point they're making as well as, you know, they were clearly were making it. But I just don't think it it works. Um I do think that there are some interesting notes about like, you know, representation mattering, like, Oh, I now have this, you know, gay Dean administrator that I can look up for up to as I'm working in my, you know, academic administration degree at Greendale or something like that. Like I, I understand that. And I, I think that's important. I just, there, there, there's something missing and I can't put my finger on it. I think, you know, the Dean kind of saying, you know, it's two sevenths of his approximately two sevenths of his person, sexuality or what have you. That's funny. But then kind of turning that at the end as, oh, I'm just a politician and I'm trying to say whatever I can to get the things I want doesn't match with what we know of the Dean. So I I, I don't know. I just I, I didn't come away from this satisfied uh, or, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of it. I think, you know, when I when I think about this podcast, I think about when we talk a lot about the episode, it's because we liked it. And mm-hmm. when we don't talk a lot about the episode, it's because we I didn't because uh, I will. There was a time in this episode where I was like, oh, let's keep going on that Jolene train. Um, and and I, I didn't I, I kind of was enjoying the Jolene talk, uh, which is the like really great so choice. Subscribe to our new Jolene cast coming right. this summer. And and as we all know about me, as like I am no stranger to loving, uh, you know, Jolene. parody songs and Jolene. Um, but like when you w- and and I'm not saying they did do this, but when you re- reverse engineer a plot from a parody song, it's a little tough, uh, unless you are uh, one Weird Al Yankovic. So I, again, I, I know this, you know, I am a white cishet male. Like I, I understand that I don't, you know, certainly I, I will have a different perspective on the plots here than others do. And, and I, I want to hear them and I want to understand and maybe more understanding will help me under, to help me enjoy this more. But I, I, I don't think it's very successful. Um, so I can't knock. I, I mean, the Jolene brings it up, and I think Jason Manzukas brings it up. Uh, but honestly, I would say it's a C for me. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so I, 
I think the biggest thing that uh, causes this episode to suffer is that when the more community tries to split up its plots, I think the more uh, it it really kind of fights against itself. Okay. Um, I, I think the more successful episodes have one or two plots, uh, sometimes maybe like a little tiny C plot, but like this is pretty each one of these plots kind of is it's simultaneously kind of a lot and kind of nothing at the same time. Right. There's a lot that happens where, but nothing also happens. I think that is sort of the biggest detriment to this episode. Um, I think that the Dean, the, I think that the gay Dean plot is actually pretty good. I think that it does have uh, some interesting things to say about, the sure. idea of tokenism, the idea of representation, sure. and the fact that, you know, uh, the dean, uh, who is two-sevenths um, gay and uh, five-sevenths more than that, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the fact that, that he and Frankie, who... Uh, very much hints that she is um, gay or, you know, some other, um, you know, has, 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 uh, identifies as, as uh, a marginalized group. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. The fact that they have a very honest discussion about that uh, in a, in a scene of community, uh, an, a TV show that famously had a uh, KFC rocket ship episode, um, <laughs> you know, true. it's, no, it's a very big departure from a standard community episode, but the fact that they are willing to actually have a real conversation about that in a community episode has always been kind of fascinating to me mm-hmm. because it's not something that I expect from community. Sure. Now, with that said, um, it is kind of like a, all right, we're having this discussion and like now he's a gay dean, but also he's a politician and we're just moving on. And it's it's sort of a weird way to end the episode. Sure. Um, I, I, I've always felt like it's kind of like a way to be like, oh, yeah, no, he's like five sevenths way other things. He makes gayness look like Mormonism. Um, and then just to be like, but also we don't have to talk about it because uh, he's doing this politician speech and that's how we are resolving the episode. It's that's always kind of been weird to me, but the other two plots are just like, hey, what if uh, Elroy and Abed wanted to not let some baby birds die? Hey, what if Jason Manzukis yells at uh, <laughs> Chang for a whole bunch in an episode? Sure. Yeah. All right, that's the episode. Like, it feels like the 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 wheels are spinning a whole lot, but you're not really doing much with it. Sure. Um, and I think. It's a perfectly enjoyable episode, but it does always kind of leave me wanting more. I feel like, and maybe it was just that it was 2015. I feel like you could do more with the gay Dean plot. Sure. Because the whole politician things does feel kind of like a weird cop out. Um, I, I feel like, um, you know, exploring the Chang getting into acting thing could have been um, yeah, a little bit more. I think you can mostly cut out the Abed and Elroy fix the Wi-Fi plot. Um, yeah, I think and I'm, I, I I'm feel like if you focused more on those two plots, 
and delved a little bit deeper into them, uh, particularly the the Gaydeen plot, I feel like it would be a lot more successful. But I think overall, it's still a pretty good episode. I would give it a B plus. Okay. I I overall enjoy it, and I I do like that community was like, hey, let's let's maybe take a a little stab at like an yeah. actual you know serious sort of issue. Very yeah, I, very weird for community. It does make it feel a little bit less like community. But sure, you know the fact that they were willing to to give it a try here on Yahoo Screen. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah, and I think I think you have a good point about the you know on screen frank discussion of it. Um, like that is something that is should be applauded. Um, and whatever the rest of the episode, whether it hits or not is up to personal stuff. But yeah, I think you're totally right about that. You know, upfront, straightforward conversation is, is really, really, uh, something that, you know, that it was only eight years ago, but it was eight years ago. (laughs) Like, you know, like Uh it was both eternity ago. It's an eternity, but it doesn't, you know, it, it, it was, it feels like an eternity, but also not. So, uh, I know that we've changed a lot and, and as a culture, but maybe not so much as we would like. Um, and, uh, I think that's, that's an interesting, uh, perspective to put on that. So, but we want to know what you think about this episode about gay deans, foam beans, Jolene. Um, we want to know it all. Are you leaving your partner for Jolene? Please let us know because are you, are you braiding your long ear hair or your long nose hair? Gross. For Jolene. Um, uh, what sexy music would you put on for Jolene when she comes to uh, seduce if you? Start, you? If you start sea bad again. <laughs> um, yeah. And, 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 and why is it a Weird Al song? Um did you watch tech tv uh talk to us about tech you, tv did you get the same chills when you heard the name leo laporte like i did uh-huh there please are, let us know good god you are you are our people please let us know there is like two percent of our audience who is like oh fuck yeah dude leo laporte and uh 98 of our audience who are like leo la what who? i love i love the fact that you put it at two percent and not like point zero one. Uh-huh. And those point zero ones are the hosts. Uh, we want to know all these things and more. You can tweet at us at failing website, twitter.com. That is at good Greendale. You can find us we on may the internet. Have a blue sky. Who knows? Uh, I'm still waiting on my invite. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form. You can shoot us an email. Uh, we will read it unless you are Jolene because, um, I'm not going to read the things that Jolene uh, says to me on a podcast. That's a a private email. That's a very private email. Wink, wink. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama, where we will hopefully have actual (laughs) content there again if I get off of my butt uh, and uh, do that. (laughs) What, What a sell job. Look, I'm thinking about jolene so hey sometimes you jolene 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 if you're roman mars please leave my brain so i can do patreon post-show banter jolene if you're roman mars and want to join a jolene centric podcast for an episode let me know we will literally start a podcast to get you on as a guest if if roman mars was listening to this dumb shit (laughs) 
Uh-huh. This Roman Mars is like, you know what? I'll give him one more episode. This this <laughs> bullshit is I I just don't know, man. And then he's like, oh, now they're talking directly to me. I'm into this. Um, I also like Jolene. You can do all those things and more at those websites. Uh, Various addresses for you to uh, peruse at your personal preference. That's it for this episode. (laughs) We've done a lot. Thank you to come to the end of this. I know we put a lot of challenging thoughts in there, um, but thank you again for coming to the end of these. We we hope we we hope you're laughing either at us or with us as much as we are. So, and until next time when we're talking about uh, probably not Jolene. The the gay dean song does not know. come back. You never know. But Jolene, we might. It's we Jolene might give up. <laughs> Remembers with, Jolene. With nine episodes remaining, we're just going to be like, fuck it. We're talking about <laughs> Jolene now. Yeah. I mean, in honor of community, a college, a show about a college, we're going to have senioritis. We'll see you next time when we're talking about season six, episode five. And until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish you wish luck. You luck. <laughs>